So my friend um, who has an organizing business, she is really, she will come into somebody's home and go, okay, let's do this room by room. And she's good. And she's busy. Has everybody ever been to her business to see how organized it is? Oh, I don't know, but well, she's together. Funny. When I was in the conversation with her, she says that he, she struggles like anybody else. Uh-huh. It's easier to see other people's stuff than it is to see your own. Uh-huh. Boom. You know how she got her start doing this, by the way, which I thought was really fascinating? Most of her clientele are actually elderly. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're downsizing. downsizing. Some are moving into assisted living facilities or whatever. And so they're having to decide how to downsize from 2,500 square feet down to 12 yeah. or 1,500 square feet yeah. and a lifetime's worth of stuff. Oh my so, gosh, that's tough work. So my she's pro- great. Apparently working with me is a little less complex than that. But I started to do that. She's just started. And she's booked and busy all the time with that, just so yeah. you know. She's great. Wow. Her name is MC. Yes, yeah, she and is. She, um, and by the way, Murphy's room, it's a big area. It's his man cave office studio. But Murphy, you need to just, as we tell this story... You are you keep you keep most things. You keep everything. You have yeah. you've collected well, a lot of stuff over the years. She complimented me though because what I don't do is like paper. I don't keep a lot right. of paper stuff. Bills. Uh-huh. I'm I'm an online kind of guy. I can't stand tons of right. files and that kind of stuff. I have just the key paperwork and that's it. But what I am guilty of is keeping the sentimental things. You know. Yeah pictures and stuff I even Taylor the other day was like daddy you have a Letterman jacket that's right I do Taylor <laughs> right. I don't sport? know if it fits but yeah also it a wasn't of, a sport it was media arts is oh. it like electronic right. stuff too there's a lot um, of cords well, and and that's the tricky thing this is the problem with technology changing is you have something and it's cool and it's functional for a while and then it becomes out, out of date really fast i think these mm-hmm. days and so what yeah, i need to do yeah and so here's the here's the task there are four things that she's told me mm-hmm. that i need to do can uh-huh. you guess what those four things are sam <coughs> i have to focus on <laughs> one closet i have to set a timer and there are four things i have to do set a timer. i would say the first one would probably be def- throw out the stuff you definitely don't need anymore right trash is one thing yeah okay, okay. so i'm categorizing is what i'm doing so trash is one of them what do you think the other three are hmm. well, just, well, the yeah. other one's op- obvious because it's the opposite Oh. Something you're keeping. Correct, exactly. Oh, okay, so trash and so and keeping keep. in trash, what are the other two things? Hmm, the, I haven't Dave, used this in six months, pile. David, David knows. David wants to know. Things you can donate. Yes, David! <laughs> Your sweet then, spirit over there. And yes. the last, which you know, Jody's excited about, sell in the garage sale. Yeah. Okay, so let me get the four again. Trash, keep, donate, sell. Correct. Okay, important Can't spell four. anything and, with that. And no. I have to do that on a timer, but I'm already running into a massive problem here before I've even got started. Uh-huh. That's next. So my friend came over and spent some time with Murphy uh, the other day, helping you figure out how to organize, declutter your man cave office. It's studio. first meeting. I decided I need an outside set of eyes here. And, and Jody actually was the one that said, you know, my friend does this. I'm like, okay, great. I have stressed for years over the things to keep, organize, or whatever, same space. And when you start seeing... You have a lot of stuff you've kept. Right, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. It really is time for an extra set of eyes. And I couldn't do and, it because... Then you, if if I made you get rid of something you didn't like, then resentment. Blah, blah, blah. The ground rules again. The first thing there are two closets. Before we get into any of the other parts of the room, there are two closets that have to be tackled mm-hmm. with the four things that I mentioned. I either keep it or or, or I, I trash it, keep or I trash. sell it, or I donate it. Right. Gotcha. So you notice one of the four, only one of the four has anything to do with it staying in the same place. That's right. Smart and clean the closet so then and, you can then then clean right. the room and have. R- room in the closet to move stuff into and so they're not like giant revelations here but sometimes you need a little coach to push you through it you know what she said this is so 
crazy obvious. You know what the stumbling block is for most people when they tackle a closet or a room and the reason that you set a timer, is huh. she's saying to set a timer, is because you get hung up on sentimental things. You find something oh. that you haven't seen in years mm. and you start to go, oh. You lose yourself down the rabbit I hole. I have to send yes. a picture of so-and-so to the, of right. this. Right, and I remember this and oh my God, and, and, and so you get lost reminiscing in this a photo book or a box of stuff and you know and then there are things that i guess they don't belong in right places i mean because when she one thing that she discovered yesterday as she was going through my desk drawers is she found pumpy I don't know if you oh, remember yeah, who Pumpy is. Pumpy is the teddy bear stuffed thing. Yeah, he's a teddy bear. <laughs> came, Sam's looking at me like I'm crazy. It came with Murphy's first insulin pump. Right. Oh, and okay. so he's the stuffed version with eyes of my insulin pump. It's really gotcha. meant for kids. It's for children, but. But I've always loved that thing. Mm-hmm. And so I've kept him. And even the girls think Pumpy is as cute as can be. So she pulls it out and she's like, okay, what's this? You know, it's sitting next to, you know, well, wait, <laughs> pieces of electronics and other things keeping him he goes in the oh, keep yeah. pile he's well he's Good. gonna be in the keep pile but he's in the wrong place he shouldn't be in the desk drawer where <laughs> bills get paid i guess right so. yes pumpy should be maybe sleeping with us i don't know but anyway okay and she said look she said you know this is going to get personal just so that you know you know as i go through things it, it's mm. just it's it might just part hurt of it, but we're going to help you you know mm-hmm. put things in the right place remember but, then you're going to have this beautiful workspace that's more that's clear yeah yeah that you can fill up with some more stuff so we'll set the timer now i know that i get to keep pumpy life is good and we'll go from there can't wait for that and jody's friend has given me a big uh assignment four things that i've got to do before she comes back and helps me declutter my life Mm mm-hmm that's her job. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so in case you missed any of that, it, it actually, it could probably help you out too. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast for anything that you missed this morning. My oldest son, Sammy, uh, recently had asked me just out of the blue if I could send him my signature. Okay, Sam. And I thought it was kind of Is he going to forge your signature on something? You know, <laughs> sad to say, but I'm that kidding. was one of the things that popped into my Seriously, head. Seriously. It's right. like, why would you be, you know, I can understand as a kid wanting to do it on a, on a report card or mm. something. Not... Can't I do don't that anymore. that, but... Dad, thanks for co-signing the mortgage. Yeah. And so I'm thinking... Look at this new car. Why, why would he want to... You know, so I finally, I got on my phone and I did the little finger, which is not the same as using a pen. Yes. to me, it still comes out differently than signing with a Oh, like finger. when you're at the grocery store now? Right. Ugh, craziness. Uh, when I do like Adobe fill-in sign or one of those DocuSign yeah. type things, it's the same thing. Trying to use a mouse and creating your signature? No. That's even worse. It's just when I thought my real handwriting was bad. And he started to argue with me that that was not my signature because right. he says at some point I used to use a star... What? I used to use, put a, what? where the A is, you know, Sam, I, I made a, the A into a star. Oh, oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Star. Yeah. Wait, he thought it was a star or did you really use a star, Sam? And I, and I went back, I started digging out old paperwork from when he was a kid and went and looked back at some of my old autograph books because as a kid, and this is a little nerdy insight into Sam, I used to get autographs from uh, sports figures yeah. sure. in autograph books. Why is that nerdy? Because I would also write my name in there because it, you know, you figured someday I'm going to need my autograph. Because oh. you know how when they do it, they go... And it's like a two seconds and they I whip it off. I don't know, but Well, okay. you know, me going, Sammy, T, okay, Nord. It. It's like, <laughs> I got to get, I got to pick up speed on this one. Oh, so you practiced. And yeah, so I used to practice. And um, 
I went back and looked, and I can find no star or star A. Then he thought it was a star, yeah. and it was actually the way because I know you when you sign, it looks like it's all caps. You probably right. just yeah. right since it's all caps and a capital A, I could see how that might be mistaken. You thought as a you star. were a star. I know, and he's actually Cutesy. on a couple of cards that he sent me recently. I've gotten Sam because he's Sammy as well nice. with the star and the A. And and I got to point out to him, I never use. <laughs> Stop using this. I never used this uh, earlier. Trust me on this. Something sweet one. about a parent's handwriting and signature. Yeah. When you see it and you haven't seen it in a long time, yeah. it's special because it's one of a kind thing. Go, you haven't written me many notes over the years, Sam. But I'll have to go back and see if I can find one with a star for the Yeah, day. let me know if you get a star. Coming up, Jody finds the good news today. Jody's good thing. We've got Lisa holding on with her good thing today. Is yes, that right? yes. She heard you talking about the ICU grandpa. Jody and she wants to share at the hospital she works at a similar program set up. Excellent. Good news. Jody's good thing. I need some good Good news story coming from you today, and we love that. Hit us up with what's going on in your life that's positive anytime. 877-310-4675. Um, Lisa was listening the other day when we talked about the ICU grandpa who yeah, volunteers his time and has for years cuddling babies in hospitals. Yeah, he's 82 years old. Um, right? if, the, if the parents can't be there, he does that. So you have, you've got the same sort of thing going on where you work, Lisa? We have a cuddler program. A, um, a cuddler, so wait, a cuddler program? Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> They're volunteers and they come in. We have um, several people that come in. Um, there's several ladies that do it. And then every Wednesday we have a couple that come in together and they do it. Oh, and That's so sweet. they have to be clean and not sick, I'm assuming. Right, yes. And there's a program uh, and they just call and they um, yeah. volunteer and they come in and we do a little bit of, you know, just training, walk them through and everything. Right. And so how long does one cuddler cuddle, cuddle a baby usually? <laughs> Well, it depends. Um, we have several that, you know, the families aren't able to visit or whatever, and the babies, you know, as they get, some of them get a little bit older and they need more attention than the nurses are able to provide. Sure. And so they'll come and they'll hold them and they'll rock them and they'll read to them and, and all of those things, and, and then they'll, you know, move on if another baby needs them. It's, I love it's really it. a big help, and the babies love it. Yeah, no kidding. The babies need it. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Absolutely, yes. What do you think about when you hear the words, you're going to spoil that baby by hug, holding it too much? <laughs> no, I don't believe that. I think they're going to be spoiled. It happens before they're even born. Yeah, I don't think you can hold a baby too much because it lets them feel secure. And a secure baby is a happier baby. Right. Yeah. You know, I know this is for for babies and infants and toddlers, but, you know, an adult cuddling program would be nice, too. Ooh, <laughs> Different hospital, I'm but not real you know, sure how that would work. <laughs> maybe that's a dating website you're oh, looking for. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. cuddles.com. <laughs> yes, Elisa, thank you so much for that. The cuddle program, I love it. Oh, you're welcome. I need some good news, baby. Yeah, that's a good thing. Let us know what's going on in your world that's good and positive, like that. Especially love to hear from you. 877 310 4MSJ. And all the ladies who want to cuddle you, Sam, are now going to call <laughs> yeah, also. Right. So on my new website, ready cuddles.com. Hey, you know, ever since I uh, let that bottle of alcohol go from my cold, dead hands, what? I've, I've found another... Uh, Don't say dead hand, Sam. Okay. Sam, yeah, you know I, what? I quit drinking. Anyway, I found another added benefit to not drinking. Oh, what is there's that? so weight many. Weight loss. Oh, yes. You've lost weight. Yeah. I've, I've noticed uh, since I've stopped drinking that I'm able to pull the belt a little tighter and a little right. more tighter and a Good. little more tighter. 
Nice. So is that fluid retention or is that real weight loss? I, I'm sure I'm it's real sure. weight loss because of well, calories. Well, I could you be weren't too. drinking yeah, right. low cal alcohol, right? Actually, I was <laughs> drinking Skinny Girl. <laughs> no, I, I think it's both. I think it's right. probably a little weight loss, but I would think it was more uh, fluid. How's the sleeping? Because I know you at first last um, week you had said you were having trouble sleeping. Still having issues uh, sleeping. You need to talk to your doctor then. I, I know. I, and that's super I don't want to get on anything that's you know like Ambien. That's what? What do you call that? I don't know. What do you call it? Prescription? Uh, no, Hallucination? No, no, no. The Prescri- addictive. Addictive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> I've also forgotten a lot of words. Okay. Uh, no, I just, um, yeah, I've had trouble sleeping because when I lay down at night, I start thinking. And that, the thing yeah. is, it's like I, I'm, I don't want to keep thinking. And it's not thinking about alcohol or, oh, gee, should, I could have had a drink before. It's just your mind gets just, busy. It's the work That's tomorrow or kids this. Well, or, you should try the meditation app that I use where you just focus on the breath and stay in the moment. I'm just, it is a, you know, you have to work at it. The problem, know, but, though, that you have, Sam, right, with meditating, we've talked about this over the years. Who has time for this? No, no, no. <laughs> meditating when you're supposed to be like picturing a babbling brook or whatever. You're thinking about meditating. tomorrow. I have this. No, no, no. When I start to when I try meditating, I start think concentrating on the fact that I'm supposed to be meditating. Well, I'm supposed to be putting things out of my head right now. Well, then quit thinking about putting them out and put them out. What? Okay, that's right. I do have to do that. Man. The guided app. Well, that's part of it, though. You, you, you because you can't force thoughts out of your head. That, that's the discipline of meditation: is you catch yourself in the thought and you gently escort you it away. You need to go have some Seriously. hot tea and let him explain this yeah. to you. I just wanted to. Tell you I was losing weight. <laughs> I'm happy for you, Sam. All right, guys. So a, co- a couple of days ago, probably three or four days ago, this video went viral of this kid in Argentina um, who had this. Is the story is that he swallowed a part of a squeak toy. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Why? Okay. I don't even want to hear that. Kind of freaks me out just you saying that, Jody. Kids swallow stuff. I know. I know Sam's son swallowed magnets and know, had to go have them surgically removed. But look, I mean, they've come so far with safety and all that kind yes. of stuff with toys now that, you know, it, I hate hearing when these things well, happen. The deal is, first off, is he okay? He's a, <laughs> okay. Don't laugh, yeah. Sam. Don't. I'm sorry. My cartoon mind is going somewhere. I know. Well, wait. This is the reason it went so viral because, I mean, I didn't... We didn't share this right away because I wasn't sure it was true. Uh-huh. Um, and the world wasn't sure it was true because he literally would open his mouth and this is this is it. Oh, please, no. This is it. That's the doctor saying, open your mouth. Damn. And when he would try to say something, that's what would come out. It was apparently where it had gotten lodged. I didn't know if it was, I could believe it or not either. I could have killed him. I know. laughing. The mom is so worried. He's there. Every sound sound he makes is is this. I knew it would make your day, Sam. But it was serious. So it is serious, it, and you don't want anybody copying that. He you know did what I mean? have That's it surg- dangerous. He did have it surgically removed, and he is okay now. He doesn't sound like that anymore. <laughs> However, the because it went viral, and people had this reaction, like Sam, because it is it's crazy. Know, but it shouldn't be. I know it shouldn't That's be awful. So the doctor went on his social media and said, "Look." I want to ask your help. A few days ago, I shared a video of a boy who had an accident with a toy horn. Mm -hmm. My only intention when sharing it was to make friends aware of the risk that small children are exposed to when playing with small toys. And he says, you know, I just I'm not doing this to make fun of him in any way, but just to know that this risk is real. See, I can see that that should be it shouldn't. 
It's but he had such a career lined up as a basketball referee. <laughs> That's all. That's all I know. Personal foul. By the way, he I didn't mean, look scared. He was just like, hey, I'm tell walking. Me, tell me that the viral message, though, warned is like, hey, this is the danger that this is not. Yes, you know what I mean? It's a danger, and it's been seen like and 10 million times. And if he hadn't had surgery, it wouldn't have been removed. Yeah. I'm just saying it. Guys. That would have been his That's life. Horrifying. <laughs> Sam's laughing, and I find it horrifying. Guys, have you ever thought for a moment that a ring around your finger could be dangerous? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, as a dude, definitely working on a car or something like that. Okay. Well, really, for two reasons: you want to protect your fingers, and you want to let every woman around you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're working on the car. You're working on single. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, didn't but, you yeah. have a problem though? One of the dogs kind of caught your finger, or, or your finger that wasn't was caught a under ring the ring thing, though, Murphy. Okay. When you reached in and grabbed her collar, and she was running in the other oh, direction, yeah, yeah. That a ring wasn't to do saving my, That broke my finger that night. Oh. Yeah. But I have had. There was a time where I worked on a vehicle uh, where I. Something got stuck under the ring and I couldn't move my finger. I really had this like, okay, don't panic. Be still for a minute, figure it out, and finally I yeah. was able to slide. Don't do right. that kind of thing with the right. ring on. Okay. Yeah. This story gonna have to hang on with me because there's a really good ending. Mm. In fact, this could almost be the good thing for today. Okay. Um, this happened um less than a month ago in Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, a mom who had never been to a little league T ball game. This was her son's first. He's yeah. three years old. She's at the ballpark there. And she's watching him, and she stands up on a little, I guess, bleacher thing, and she's standing by the fence, and she puts her left hand with her wedding ring, you know, her left hand, up on the fence, Mm. okay? And she's just, that's just innocent, you're kind of like, you know, holding yourself, balancing. So she says, when I hopped down, my wedding ring got caught on this little piece of metal sticking up, (gasps) so when she hopped down, her finger didn't come with her. What? And it was hanging up there. And she looked down at her hand and her, I mean, her finger was gone from her hand. A friend nearby grabbed her finger from the front, the fence. They raced her to health, like a health care. They actually life flighted her by helicopter. And um, visiting with a hand surgeon and all that, Uh. they could not reconnect her finger and they had to amputate most of it. So she's living life without that ring finger now. Yeah. Um, Her husband was about to, he was supposed to go overseas. He's He's in the army and he delayed that a week just to stay with her because it's such a it's there's a it's a lot of her life that has to change because of this it's a, it's a great loss she literally is telling the story her name is chelsea brown she's telling the story because she's not interested in suing anybody she wants everybody to know Be how careful. simple and easy and innocent that was yeah. and how much it changed her life oh. so that's why she's telling the story that it could happen okay. easily i don't know how you could call that a good thing jody yeah. but it's well she's not freaking she, me out this morning i know she's, she's turning it into a positive message she, she is it's a warning yeah the positive careful. message is don't get married that way you won't have no. that there you go, Sam. <laughs> Reach out to us anytime, 877-3104-MSJ. You can call, you can text, and of course you can always Facebook us also. There are a bunch of different ways to get a hold of us. Jim, what's going on? I love listening to your show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. So what can we do for and you? I've never, uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, May of 2016, he sleeved his ring finger also. Yeah. Uh, he slipped on the... For a rug, mm-hmm. and his ring got caught on the uh, table, and that's why he had a cast for almost uh, six months. Right. I remember him uh, telling that story, mm-hmm. and I had forgotten. You're right. It, it's pretty gross. Um, yeah. <laughs> I see it probably once a month or so in my industry. Really? What's that? Uh, 
Uh, I'm in a safety industry uh, for industrial safety. Wow. So you see people having ring finger accidents. Yes. We actually, uh, I implement a policy, no rings, uh, while you are working around machinery. Yeah. Makes Uh, sense. Because it it can be really funky. Well, look, look. You guys do fantastic. Well, thank you, Jim. We appreciate the call. You know, that reminds me, my dad... um, where my dad worked was that same kind of thing. It was, it was in a lab. Mm-hmm. And so uh, rings and facial hair and th- all of that kind of stuff, they had to wear long sleeves, but they couldn't wear anything that was dangling. I mean, it was like... What a, about ties? No, I couldn't wear ties. Yeah. Nothing that could get caught in anything or could catch fire, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You just don't think about that. It almost makes me wonder, Jody, should I take off my wedding ring and just not... Yes, this is for, obviously a dangerous ring. For safety reasons. Yeah! safety reasons. <laughs> Jim was calling because of the story Jody was telling yesterday about the woman who was, she was a mom. What kind of a game was she at? Just like a... Little league t-ball. Hand up on the fence, jump and, down. And, and when she jumped down, her ring, ring caught, caught, the caught, yeah, her and, ring and, caught the fence. And, and as obviously, you know what happened finger. after that. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, I guess it's a real thing. It just pains me to think about it. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those ones. Let's just move on. Yeah. She's told the story as a warning, though. Yeah. As a warning. I, yeah, I get, you know what? That is a good public service announcement. Yeah, I've always been curious about men who are married who don't wear rings, and maybe that's why. Maybe they have some sort of That's true. You know what? It's a safety issue and not a marital issue. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's good, hope. Good question. Let's hope. All right, look, Jim, we love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join the conversation. Sam, when you were married, I don't know if you had any rules for which like... Which time? It doesn't matter which time. You were married. <laughs> I don't know if you had any rules for like when you argue or fight, but one of the things that Murphy and I have agreed on slowly but surely in time is that we don't have to talk about things right away. When something's yeah. wrong, we can go, all right, I love you, but give me some space and we'll talk about it later. Hmm, that has smart. worked in our favor, has it not? It is because it takes the emotion of things, right? Because mm-hmm. the more mad or upset you are, the more likely you are to say something yes. you regret. Right? Nasty. And the reason I, I really fight for that, ha ha, pardon the pun, is that years ago when we were first together, and I say when you're first married, those are your years of power struggle and figuring things out and who's right. going to do this and that. Murphy, when he when something was wrong and he needed to talk, it didn't matter if it was three o'clock in the morning. We were we were having it out, yeah. and I was like, uh, "Excuse me, no, I, I can't talk to you right now." And well, and I would misunderstand that, and I think part of that was because, like in my head, my grandparents had always said, "Don't ever go to bed angry. Whatever you do, that's make sure you get it resolved before you go to sleep." So I kind of bought into that. I didn't think you know any go to other bed way. angry or stay up all night angry. I mean. <laughs> You know, yeah, that's funny. But the truth is, you're not necessarily going to bed angry at each other. You're just trying to get through the emotional process before you talk. Yeah. I don't know why it is that sometimes after we've had a, a problem, an argument, whatever, that it sticks with me. It stays with me for a while. And I really, re- I'm ready to shake it. I wish I could be as grown up as everybody says you should be. Well, it's already talked about it and it's over then it's over but sometimes that stuff sticks to me and i just wanted to tell you murphy that um i was talking to taylor the other day about it about an argument that you and i had last week Mm -hmm. and still uh, mad are you no (laughs) sticking with her we're fine no but it was the it was like two hours later and taylor said mom are you still upset because dad says you like to hold on to things (laughs) (laughs) and i'm thinking i'm sorry i'm gonna pull the car over right now (laughs) 
Anyway, I want you to know I don't like to hold on to things. I'm yeah. just prote- I feel like I'm just protecting myself when I do that. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And I, I don't think I told her that you like to hold on to I was trying to explain to her that that's how you are. You really? Know what I mean? yeah. Well, she repeated it as if word for word, mom likes to hold on to things. Hey, you know how Jody is. Looks like I need a new publicist. <laughs> Do you have rules for your relationship when you get in a fight? Mm. Arguments. Argument rules. Uh, Murphy and I finally have laid down after all these years, hey, if I'm upset about something, let's let it marinate for a while before we talk and really hurt each other. We handle this now the way that the ref handles the ring before a boxing match, right? (laughs) The quick rules. Here's the deal. Go in your corners. (laughs) Mine is uh, rule number one. Dad's always right. Rule number two. See rule number one. Okay. Enough of the kid jokes. Okay. Okay, 877-310-4MSJKC. You have have one too? Uh, In my past married life, there there was a rule. And this could be for dating or for marriage or whatever. You know, if we do something to each other that makes each other mad, mm-hmm. we have seven days to discuss it. Ooh. And in yeah. that seven days, we can bring it up and talk about as much as we want in seven days. Yeah. And you have to deal with it. If you did it, you're on. You have to own it. Yeah. But after that seven days is over, you don't bring it up again. It's over. It's done. And you don't argue about it anymore. Wow. You have seven days and it's gone. And that has really played a really major part in our relationship mm-hmm. is because, you know, we know we have seven days and you can't bring it up again. And if you start this past seven days, right. you have to let it go. That's a good plan. That's a good, good plan. Yeah. Does that even, uh, thank you, Casey, does that even work for you, Jody? Like That would give me time, I think. To let it go? Yeah. I think I'm going to have to negotiate for 24 hours on this one. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. But you know never. what? I do love that. You're right. Because at some point, otherwise an argument, I guess I could never see how it go on and on. You and I, I guess, have been fortunate, Jody, that when we resolve, we do move forward. Mm. But I know that there have been you know, places in my past life things would resurface you know what i mean it's what's like, funny about you saying that is you know that in those hot moments things resurface and it's not fair we have done that to one another mm-hmm. oh, that's, yeah, that's when true. it's not fair and it's wrong and we've yeah. both done it i think maybe me more a little more i don't know <laughs> that's when you're keeping score <laughs> old i'm things. working on it i'm working on things yeah casey thank you reach out anytime 877-310-4msj So here's a new one for you. I had to fly to Houston over the weekend. Uh, and Law and enforcement reasons? <laughs> business. <laughs> oh. Okay, Murph. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, some business and some families, you know. I mean, Jody's got family you know, in Houston, yeah. too. And um, so as, as I was, you know, boarding the plane, they go through the regular pre-flight checklist thing, all the safety things, you know. Uh, and one of the things that they said was, hey, uh, we know the plane's a little bit warm, you know, today, but you know, once we get moving, you know, it'll it'll cool off. And oh, by the way, this plane also doesn't have Wi-Fi. Okay. Oh. No problem. Mm. And, um, <laughs> and then the next thing was, but hey, no big deal. We're kind of excited because we're retiring this plane in two weeks. Oh, <laughs> no. You did not tell me this. Do you know what would have happened if I'd have been with you? If Jody had been with me, I know she would have been. I would Why? have gotten off the plane. Why would you say that? <laughs> Whatever. Because, well, here's here's what happened. It, it is for good reason, and everybody in the plane was cool with it. I Googled you it. You think and, they were. And sure enough. You know, in March, Southwest Airlines said that they're retiring some of their 737 
300 series planes uh-huh. okay and mm. this is it, it's it's a workhorse plane 737 is a great plane yeah except um, that there's no wi-fi and there's no ac well most of them have been you know were deployed in the uh, mid 80s right and so you know it's just time for the next you know batch of new new planes it still had the ashtrays uh, in it that's how old it did stop it and, you know i mean it's it, flight attendants in southwest are hilarious anyway because they're just that's what they do right they're yeah I mean, they're funny did it have but funny just, shaky noises like no. when you were in, but, in flight no, it wasn't bad. I just thought of Jody that the entire time, though. As soon as the flight attendant said, you know, we're retiring it in three uh-uh. weeks. Yeah. My eyeballs would have popped out, and I'd be like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'll see you next trip. But I was kind of surprised. I, looked at it, I was like, wow, this is the real deal, because I found an article about it when they had announced they were retiring them all seven. Uh, on they're not the just 30th. messing with you, huh? It doesn't mean they're not safe, though. They're perfectly safe. Yeah. Planes are just kind of older. What's, what's really going to be funny is when they get to the last flight, and they announce that to the people on the plane. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we are retiring this jet after today's flight. <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, these are the words that women really respond to when they see these words in a dating profile. So Sam being back online will benefit from this. Mm-hmm. I'm Let's assuming, you Jody, any you, of these. you don't want me to. No, but one day, if, you know, if something ever happens to I me, ho- I, mean, I, I know I you're not, not going to. I know you're not going to be single long. <laughs> Because he's would, such a catch? No, I would expect him to not be single long. Oh. That's a whole other discussion. Boy, you're not kidding. I, I mean, I would like for you to be single for a while, for our girl's sake, for a little while. To, but You're talking like this is going to be... I, know, I mean, I, I want to get into this at some point. You think he's not going to be single for long because he's just got what every woman wants or because <laughs> he needs a woman? Two things. I think that he is a catch. Yeah. Well, that's And sweet. a good Thank friend you. and attractive... But I also don't think he likes being alone. Yeah. I know it. I'm definitely social. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Hang on. Let me use that one on plenty of fish. Okay. So, <laughs> I anyway, am social. Definitely social. So five words for you, Sam, to consider and All any right. single man who's on dating websites that women do really respond to. This is according to eHarmony. This is not somebody's idea. This is factual information that women (laughs) like these words number five number five optimistic four outgoing three spontaneous number two surprises me perceptive women are responding to men who say they're perceptive Hmm. and i can only that's a head scratcher to me except that if they've been with people in the past who just didn't have a clue yeah what's (laughs) the fifth one no the number one i was doing five to one Ah, okay so the number one words that women respond to, physically fit. So it's I'm, a great I'm walking response, through Sam. each of these for Sam, and I'm thinking optimistic, mm, not so much. Not so much. Outgoing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay. I understand, but those first three words you gave us, I think, are, should be in any profile. Not just men's. I mean, optimistic. What, what was it? On outgoing. Outgoing and... Spontaneous. Yeah, the uh, the perceptive, that's just kind of out there. That's, that's little, unusual. I don't think it's out there. I mean, I would think that somebody perceptive means you you care, you actually pay attention to the relationship is what I would and think. And physically fit can, little, can be a little braggadocious. I know, I know. Well, it's or saying maybe, physically fit and then posting pictures of yourself in the gym are different things. True. Or so don't post pictures of yourself in the gym. Maybe in good health. Yeah, healthy. Yeah, in good health, I like physically fit. I'm going and with the leather. Very social. Call or text us anytime, 877 310 4MSJ. Love to hear from you. Oh, a bone to pick with you here, Miss Jody. About Mur- Murphy, you're cool with this one. 
Uh, why? Why? Um, it has something to do with uh, your daughter, Taylor, uh, selling me one of those coupon books. Why is the bone to pick with me? By the way, 20 bucks for you here. I, I, I didn't have the money when wow, Taylor... Wow, that's generous. That's Taylor a $20 evil. coupon book. She's raising, money for, she's raising money for a school trip and, and you know, to was Scotland. here. Scotland. Right? She's going and to Scotland next year. She, she was here asking some of our co-workers, you yeah, know. Yeah, and when she was here, we were talking with her. Um, Jody had made some comment about having some... Suge- she suggested some people for Taylor to talk to. Yeah, while here. Right. And, you know, we sat in here. We talked for a long time. Taylor was in the room for a while, and she never asked me. And I thought, hmm, I guess I'm not on the list. That's not true, Sam. You were you worried were the, you weren't on the list? Excuse me. Look at me. You were the first person who was on the list. Oh. Duh. I said, you need to ask Mr. Sam. And she was like, uh, the deal that I... What uh, I why didn't she want to not ask me? Uh, because of my starting no. personality? I don't know why. She's had this trouble with almost everybody to, she's approached mm-hmm. she, it's but that's part nerve-wracking of the, for her but that's part of the process right that's the reason that right. you know jody is trying to you know and it wasn't really starters. a list it was here's some ideas but you need to own it you know you get, and it makes her more comfortable that's yeah really, the pushing is wearing me out like yeah. really funny totally. because she's got such a personality and she's so, well she i mean whenever i've been around her she seems outgoing she's very outgoing that's different. Diff- asking people for money is very different for her, and mm. it's one of the. Uh, it's it's surprising to me how much she's struggling with it. Yeah. Um. But you were the first person I recommend. You need to ask Mr. Sam. She was like, uh, okay. I guess she feels like you're gonna say, pull my finger or yeah. whatever. You know, you're gonna do your thing. Oh, she's yeah. waiting for the joke. You Maybe can't so. get any money out of Mr. Sam. But she did ask a few people here in the office, and once she was warmed up, I was like, yes, this we got to keep going, you yeah, know? Yeah, she came in after everybody had gone there in separate ways. I was sitting in here doing some work. And How she, did she ask you? She came in, and I can't remember her exact words, but do you well, want to... she told me that she kind of did the what she called the sand thing, and she just walked up and said, I know how he is, so I just walked in and said, uh, okay, so would you like to help me, Mr. Sam? Yeah, it wasn't formal. <laughs> yeah, it was just edge. like, you want one of these? Yeah. I thought you would never ask. She was looking for producer David, and he was busy, and she couldn't find him. She was going to ask him, too. So, David, you're still Mm -hmm. on the ask list, but I won't do it for her. I won't do it for her. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us. How are you, Wilma? I'm good, thank you. I just heard you talking about your daughter who wants to go to Scotland. Uh, yes. Being Scottish, I want to help her, oh. and I would like to send her a little donation. Oh. You're I don't so know sweet. Where to send it to or how to do it? Well, we'll we'll tell you that later. But here's here's the deal. I have to ask you: Are you you're here now? You lived in Scotland. You were born there. Like, what's your Scotland connection? I was born in Scotland. Uh, my clan name is McMillan. Mm-hmm. I lived in Scotland till I was. 19 years old, and then I came to America as a nanny, and uh, I've been here ever since, and I I married my husband, who worked for Mm AT&T, and he died three years ago, and I moved down here, thank you, I moved down here with my daughter, Um, and we are saving up for a trip to Scotland, oh. Okay, that sounds great. (laughs) Let me tell you where she's going, and I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly, if she raises the money. Edinburgh? Uh Uh-huh. Edinburgh? Edinburgh? Edinburgh. The Scottish way to say it is Edinburgh. Edinburgh. But most Americans call it Edinburgh. I know. Edinburgh. (laughs) I hope that doesn't hurt your ears when I say it that way. Um, She's going, the plan is to go to the Fringe Festival, which is a performing arts festival. 
Edinburgh is famous for festivals. Right. Edinburgh. 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 <laughs> there you go. Edinburgh. But I think the food will be a big disappointment to her. Really? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Oh, I think the food is awful. Oh, really? Wait, you always thought it was from awful? The haggis. Uh, oh. Well, when I lived there, no. No, but since I came to America and, you know, we get all the spices and all the different mm-hmm. countries and mm-hmm. from back to Scotland, it's like, <laughs> Right. She'll probably come back and we, want some of her favorite American food right away. Oh, yeah. Fish and chips, if she likes fish, fish and chips is a good thing. She does. You know, okay. I mean, they can't mess that up. No, you, you know? can't. <laughs> and, uh, We're so excited for it and about it. And I'm so excited that you yeah. called to say this. Uh, when I heard you say she was going to Scotland, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> Help me with the name again. I want to say it correctly for her. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Exactly. Exactly. Edinburgh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, appreciate Jordan. you. Okay. Thank you, dear. Thanks, Wilma. That is awesome. Ah. I mean, now that's, that's, not, that's better than any tourism guide you could possibly I make. Know. Somebody who's from there. So, uh, look, jump Thank in you. anytime. 877-310-4675. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Murphy, I don't know if you realize this, but recently both of our girls have come to me and really want to talk about something. And inside, I'm so happy about it. Because you know how I worry that they don't like to read and it kills me inside I never dreamed that my children wouldn't love to read because when I have free time one of the first things I want to do is stick my head in a book you know especially if I'm reading something I can't a lot of competition for reading time you know Mm -hmm. FaceTime it's all on the screens it's AV it's an AV world baby yeah the thing is I've realized when they come to me with a book in their hand and they want it it's so funny they both will say the same thing mom are you ever going to read this <laughs> meaning they want to talk about it but they don't want to spoil it for me so i'll look at oh, it and go you know i'm probably not going to read that <laughs> and so they'll just they get excited and yeah, then tell you talk, about the story and i almost want to stop and say you realize this means you are enjoying this therefore reading is fun that, yeah. that is a mom thing i know to say. <laughs> so i don't i don't i don't but both of them do that isn't that cool so that it's cool, funny yeah. i've been thinking because they've been telling me all this time yeah, I don't like to read. I hate when I'm forced to read. Blah, AR points, blah, 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 blah. But, and, and like I, that time when it broke my heart, when neither one of them really wanted to read Harry Potter. I mean, I literally, I think I cried. <laughs> but anyway. You were definitely campaigning. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I accepted that. But it's funny because Phoebe did it just the other night. But her subject matter isn't, she is reading a book based on someone who survived the Holocaust. She is so very interested and all of that. And she came to me and said, are you ever going to read this? And she showed me. I said, you know what? Probably not. I said, I just read something called The Book Thief. When you're older, you can read. Mm-hmm. And um, so she just unloaded on me and started. To, and Taylor does the same thing sometimes. So it's just kind of a nice discovery that they actually do like to read. Right. They just don't, just don't know let, it. Don't let on. Yeah. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So this week, the 75th Annual Golden Globes Awards nominees have been announced. By the way, the show comes up early in award season this year, um, January 7th on NBC, hosted by Seth Meyers. That's less than a month away. It's very quick, but it always kicks off award season, and yeah. that's a fun one, and it's a predictor of the Academy Awards. So, uh, some of the big movies you'll hear about, The Shape of Water, getting a nomination in the drama category, The Post, that stars Tom Hanks and like Meryl Streep, and it's a Steven Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. It's another one like, if you're seeing it and hearing about it now, go see it. Yeah. You know, you're going to hear a lot about it. Dunkirk. Got a nomination, the great, the greatest showman, and in the comedy category, 
I, Tanya. I was the best figure skater <laughs> in the world at one point in time. Margot Robbie in the lead here, uh, playing Tanya Harding in this dark comedy dramedy about all that that happened in 94. Knowing that this is comedy, I now want to see it. Oh my gosh. And then a Big Little Lies for TV led nominations with six mm-hmm. nominations for the Golden Globes. Look for it January 7th. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. When you're surfing Facebook today, uh, be sure to like us so that you always know when we go Facebook Live. You'll always get the latest notifications and alerts from us and that. And we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram too. You know, my son Parker, who is at boarding school, he's 12. Yes. Uh, he was on the football team this past football season. Now, their junior high football team is done with the season, seventh and eighth graders. He's in seventh. Okay. And Sam, uh, you had them address their call, your call schedule because of the games. Right? Yeah, I was missing it because I was calling. They told, they gave me a time to call, and it happened to be during game time. Right. Go figure. Yeah. Tell him to call during the games. <laughs> we don't want to talk to him yeah. again. He makes weird jokes. Yeah. So um, they went straight from bas- uh, football season to basketball. He's now turned in his jersey and all that, mm. tried out for the basketball team. And the and? coach told him, you know, we had 20 kids trying out. There's going to be 12 kids on the team. They let him know this past week who made the team. It's one of those list things, you know, where it everybody runs the, and they yeah. show up. Oh, and, and you have to look and see if your moment, name's on the man. list. Yeah. That's so a moment, man. I had my weekly call with Parker, and I said, did you make the team? And he goes, no, I didn't. Mm. But I'm the team manager. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes, Parker. You know, and in a previous life, a younger, not so mature life, I would have thought, oh, okay. They threw you a bone. Yeah. That's what you'd have thought. But I'm thinking, oh, it's Parker. He He's enjoying this. And so it was like, so what are you going to get to do as a manager? And he told me he's going to make sure they have the balls and the towels and all the uniforms. And I was like, well, do you it's get wonderful. to wear a uniform? He doesn't know if he gets to wear a uniform yet or just a... A t-shirt with the logo that's on it. That's the way he gets to be a part of it. And yeah. that's an important part of it. So it's like, as a parent, I know, okay, you're short. You didn't make the team. But he's still on the team. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, you that is. He is on the purpose, team. right? He, he'll be involved in it. That's cool. That's a difficult thing to have to tell a parent. No, I didn't make the team. Well, and yeah, and I... And to accept himself. I think, you know, 20 years ago, that Daddy Sam would have been like, okay, let me talk to the coach. Uh, oh, really? Nowadays, it's like, okay, well, teams need managers, and you're going to learn a lot of skills. And I'm and also... You, you don't necessarily get to do everything, either. Thinking down the line, you know, managers become assistant coaches, become coaches. They they sit with the coach. They pick up skills, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We don't so serve them well in life. It's a different skill set. So super important for kids to learn that, yeah. you know, you're not going to be good at everything. Everything is not for you. Try things, but when something doesn't work out, it's it's it doesn't define you. Right. Just find something else that you're going to be good at. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Just, it's not you. It's a role. And what? actually, this sounds like a really good role. Man, way to go, Parker. Sam's got music news. There have been a lot of Vegas residencies over the years. Um, let's see, Jody, you went and saw J Lo. Yeah. And producer David has seen uh, Britney, Britney a few times, mm-hmm. four times, three. Oh, just three. <laughs> okay. Hey, back back in the day, Elvis had a residency. Of course, right. that was way back in the yeah. day. It was like that was the time when artists went to not retire there, but. You yeah. know, it was like, okay. Well, I got nothing else to do. Okay, you're yeah. right, though. Go to Vegas. Elvis, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now the word wow. is, and we've heard wow. rumor of this, that Adele is looking at a raisin. I know sometimes. Yes. You're scared of the... This kind of been would... on the table for a while, right? Haven't yeah. people been speculating? Because she has 
told us for a while now that she doesn't want to tour anymore because of the family issues. She just wants to be with her family. Right. And so there's there are those that are like, well, how about we just keep you in one place and your kids can be here and your family can be here. And so now it's actually officially been done. Someone's offered her $26 million for a one-year residency at the Wynn Hotel in Vegas. Yeah. And that's the, the, 26 kids. That's Steve Wynn going, look, I know Britney's down the street and I know JLo's down the street, but we've got Adele. Yeah. Well, and, remember, she sold out every venue that she booked during, during her, states, her tour of the states. I know. Me and my cousins tried to get, no, it was just, it was so fast. Like, how did that happen? I blinked and it was done. Yeah, I thought you knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who could get us in. Me too. That didn't work out. And wow. I would I would definitely travel to see her. 26 million. Definitely. That's like a million dollars every other week. I don't know how much money it is per minute of singing, but yeah. You can break down that math later. Anyway, I hope it happens. It is not a done deal. It's still in the rumor mill right now, but you know, I could see that being her next step. Yeah. I can. Is that way she, she doesn't have to go on the road. That's right.